Hello and welcome to episode 10 of How to Become a Pro Wrestler with me, Joe Hendry. I want to thank you all for watching. Um, you guys know the drill. Thank you so much for supporting me on Patreon. Before we get into this epic discussion about what I think is one of the most overlooked things in becoming a pro wrestler, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give the Patreon subs a little shout out. All the tier three and above uh, get a little shout out because like I say today, they may have some goals. Their goal was to be mentioned on the podcast, that's what's going to happen. Uh, so I'd like to give a shout out to James Malley, Ian Downey, Heat312, Ian Callan-Lees, Tony Madden, Gordon Brown, Ross Wilson, Adam Saccord, Kirsty Bailey, Aidan Rooney, Barbara Good, Adam Wilson, Daniel Betancourt, Ant191, David McCarthy, Kieran Prophet Holmes, Fiona Edge, Clayton Davis, Brian Smith, James Pointer, Jordan Schofield, Laura Baird, Mark, Will Ledwith, Mal Callan, Alex Healy, Jennifer Poulton, and Jamie Flood. Thank you so much to all of you, and thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers. You can support us from $1. All you have to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash Joe Hendry. So there we go. Um, that is the, the business taken care of. If you want a little shout out, that's what you do. You head over to patreon.com forward slash Joe Hendry. But now that we have that business taken care of, of. Again, today we're going to talk about, I think, the most overlooked thing. I'm going to say the most overlooked thing, and that is goal setting. Setting your goals is, I think, the most important thing in your training or your journey, because the training is really just one part of it, isn't it? The thing is, we can say how to become a pro wrestler, but when we say that, what are you actually trying to achieve? Because I suppose once you have your first match, you have became a pro wrestler. The moment you receive one pence or one cent to professionally partake in a pro wrestling match, you are a pro wrestler. So with that in mind, it's very important to have actual goals of where you want to go because it sounds so simple, but it's so true. And it's one of these things you don't realize how true it is. You know, you get told something a million times and it never sinks in, but then when you experience it for yourself, you go, ah, now I know what that person meant. But that phrase is, it's, if you don't know where you want to go, how are you going to get there? And that's the thing. It's all fine and well to say you want to be a pro wrestler, but what does that mean? Do you want to be a pro wrestler? Do you want to just have one match and you'll be happy? Do you want to wrestle at the weekends alongside your job? Um, do you want to wrestle for a major organization? Do you want to be a full-time professional wrestler? Do you want to become the WWE champion? Do you want to become the biggest name in the business? Do you want to be the greatest professional wrestler that ever walked the face of the earth? These are all goals, and these are absolutely acceptable goals. Don't ever for a second let anyone bully you into thinking that you can't have big goals, all right? I had huge goals. When I walked into the training school, I literally said to them, I was like, you know, my, like I said, I want to be signed to a major organization. I want to work for, at the time, it was TNA or WWE. I was like, I want to work for WWE or TNA. And hey, it's actually weird when you look at that. I actually have achieved that initial goal. But then my other goal was I said, you know, I want to be WWE champion. I've got other ones like, you know, I want to work with Vince McMahon. And actually, I've, I have indirectly, maybe some might say directly worked with Vince McMahon when I did the, uh, the Rusev introduction. Um, and what happened was I, we were kind of going over it earlier in the day and one of the agents came up to me and said, uh, Vince wants to give you some feedback. He wants you to do it. He's chosen you to do it. But he wants you to just change these things. And to me, 
is a dream of mine to work with Vincent Mann. If I don't ever get the opportunity to do that, I will have to count that as as working with Vincent Mann. I will accept that. But long story short, the thing is, it's good to have all these different goals, but we can have all these crazy goals. But the, the difficult thing is, how do you have these immense crazy goals and then how do you actually achieve them? Because we've all done it. We all go on YouTube. We watch these motivational videos where we see The Rock absolutely smashing it in the gym at four in the morning. It's all about the work and the grind. We see people like Gary V. We see Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger. We see you know Ronda Rousey. We see Conor McGregor. We see all these motivational videos. You all know what I'm talking about. And all the values that these people say are absolutely true. But I think what can be difficult is actually breaking down the steps to get to that because it's all well and good to say be the greatest be the best be the hardest worker in the room and that is that i really subscribe to that philosophy that's one of the rocks be the hardest worker in the room but it's kind of difficult to just do that isn't it how do you go from being quote unquote a normal person to the hardest worker in the room when you're surrounded by lots of talented people that's a very uh, intimidating challenge for a lot of people so what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and break that down a little bit for you today. And what I'm going to talk to you about is goal setting. And for me, I've got goals that I want to do um, for this year. So I've got I've got goals that I want to do for my whole career. I've got goals for this year. I've got goals for the decade. I've got goals for this this month. I've got goals for this week. I've got goals for today. I've got goals for this podcast. Everything that you do has to be surrounded by goals. So I'll give you an example how you're going to break it down. What I think you need to look at is you need to look at the long-term, the medium-term, and the short-term goals, and they should be decreasing in size. So for example, the big goals should be the most outrageous thing that you can think of, because trust me, if you put that goal on your board, right, and believe me, I've got one right here. Okay, I love me a whiteboard. For the audio listeners, I'm holding up a whiteboard. I want you all to go and get one. This will be one of the most important but best value accessories you can buy. It's from The Works, the shop called The Works. It's two pounds and it is a whiteboard with a marker that you can very easily stick to your wall. And that's what you should do. But we're going to use this today to show you exactly what I'm talking about. So let's start with a big goal. For me, it was to, at the time, now it may be different now because the landscape of professional wrestling is changing, but for me, it was to be the WWE champion. But you can't just say be the WWE champion. How am I going to do that? Well, let's break it down. We've, talk, we've talked about the elements before, one of them being you need to have a great physique, you need to have excellent promos, you need to be excellent in the ring. So we've kind of broken it down into those three subsections in terms of your actual, the product you are offering, if you will. But then you can break it down even further. So let's take the physique side of things, for example, which we went into detail on the last episode with Dave on, which is, for example, to get that main event physique, what do we need to do? Well, let's break it down further. We need to get the sleep. We need to get the, I'll tell you what, let's break it down. Let's just start at the top. Now, I'm going to I'm going to do it top down. This isn't how I usually use a whiteboard, but I'm going to do it just for the the uh, the sake of showing this. So, for example, at the top here, I'm going to put uh, WWE Champion, okay? For the audio listeners, I will try and dictate as best as I can, right? That's like the big goal, okay? So, one down from that, 
So we were saying, how, how are we going to do that? So within that, you've kind of got your, your, there's business considerations to take care of. But for right now, let's just focus on how do you become a main event rest, quality wrestler? Well, for example, we said you need to have excellent promos. You need to be excellent in the ring. And you need to have that main event level physique. Really got, I, for some reason, couldn't spell physique there. I'd, I'd apologize for that. And then you can break it down further from that. Let's just start with, okay, like I said, let's take the, the physique side of things. So we've got the physique, and let's just take an arrow there. So from that, we've spoke about what do you need to get to get a main event level physique. Well, you need to, ha you need to be, your workouts need to be on point. You need to be doing a effective weight training program then you need beyond that you need to as well as, as well as the workouts you need to fuel yourself correctly with the right diet diet is the most important thing in that equation but then also you need to get the sleep to have the muscle recovery okay so then within that you can pick any one of those so let's for example you know what let's let's look at workouts and diet for sleep we're just going to say you know what we're going to get seven to, we're going to get seven hours sleep a night. That's going to be the goal. How are you going to do that, right? You guys can figure that out. You run your own lives, right? But let's go to the the diet side of things. Let's go down there. So as far as the diet is concerned, you say to yourself, like for me, I'm a 200-pound guy. If you are dependent on what you aspire to be, let's say you are training. Let's assume you are training to be a 200-pound wrestler that has a main event level physique. So let's look at the diet. We need to make sure that, let's say in my example, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what I'm doing. So what I need to do is I need to make sure for the diet that I'm getting five meals of 40 grams of protein. And because I want to lean out, my calories must be below a certain level, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's going to be whatever it is for you. You guys can do your own research on that. But also check out the previous episode if you want to go into a little bit more detail there. I'm going to try and speak as much as possible because this is an audio podcast at the end of the day. But for the audio listeners, what I've done is I've got, you want to be the WWE champ. Below that, you've got, you need your promos, your in-ring and your physique to be at this main event level. Then below that, we've chosen physique to home in on. So you need to have the right workouts, the right diet, the right sleep, and then we focused on diet below that, and then we've gone, right, I need my five meals spaced two hours apart of 40 grams of protein, right? So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to, that's just one thing, but you can have a database and you should have notepads and notepads of all these goals that you want to do, right? So we've broken down the diet, and then we're going to go, right, Joe, okay, let's break this into five segments. There's one, two, three, four, five, right? Now, any every time that I have, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a new one of these for every day. And I'm just going to, when it's done, I'm going to rub it off. But when I've had one meal of 40 grams of protein, I got my, I got my protein in, I'm just going to give a little tick here. And then I've had another one and I've just had my third meal today. So I've got two more meals to have before I know that I've achieved that one goal within the diet section, within the physique section, within becoming a top main event level professional wrestler. All right. That's just one example of something that you can choose to break it down and you can have notepads and notepads to do that. But 
that's kind of how you break goals down. But also, like I said, you got to break it down into three sections. And this is kind of the main uh, the way, way to do things here. So we've got, like I said, we've got the short-term goals, which are very important. They're, your short-term goals are the most important, right? So see how I had those, that, those five blocks there to tick off the five meals of 40 grams of protein. That's your short-term goals. Because even when your motivation is faltering, you're like, I don't know if I can do this. You can. I can literally not put chocolate in my mouth and I can force myself to put chicken and rice in my mouth five times a day to get my protein in. I can do that. I can do that every single day. So if you can get that done, then you can tick one of those things off the list. And then what you do is you move on to the next thing. And then you realize before you know it, that because you've got all these short-term consistent goals, you've then without even realizing it. So the short-term goal is where I'm talking about my five meals there, right? So then we've got our medium-term goal here and we've got the long-term here, right? So I would say right now what's happened to me is I've been getting my five meals in. I've been getting in quality workouts and I've been getting enough sleep and I've been doing that consistently every day. I haven't been working out every day because sometimes life gets in the way, but I've been lifting weights four or five times a week plus my matches. As a result of me doing those short-term goals, I have achieved my medium-term goal, which is I've probably lost about six or seven pounds of fat in the last three months, I look considerably better than I did before Christmas. And you know, again, it's not moving mountains, but it's huge progress for me. I look much leaner. And I would say, let's just, for argument's sake, I don't know how to quantify this in, in the medium term, but you get the idea. I have improved my physique. I would say I have a, a quality physique. And then what you need to do is then you can break that down into your medium term section and go, right, well, I've done that. And then, so we looked at we can then look even deeper at the quality workouts and the sleep and stuff like that. But what you realize is by doing these short-term goals over and over and over again, it then you accidentally achieve these medium-term goals. And all you have to do is keep this consistency. And then if you do that for, you know, years, you realize, oh, I have a WWE main event level physique. And that's the plan, right? Now, the cool thing about that is it's all about those short-term goals. So if you fall off the wagon, if you make a few mistakes, you just have to start again. If you fail one day, so for example, where most people go wrong with their diet, right, is they'll make one mistake and they'll go, oh, I've ruined it, and that's the diet done. But if you have a daily checklist of your diet, right, if you mess up one day and go, I did not achieve my goals that day, you failed one day, okay? Now, let's not forget, we're allowed one cheat meal a week. So one of those days in the week can just be whatever the hell you want. But six out of those seven days, if you go, okay, even five out of those seven days, on average, I got it done, you're still taking steps towards those medium-term goals and in term, the long-term goals. Now, you can break that down with absolutely anything. We can look at, you know, working out in the gym. Um, but because this is how to become a pro wrestler, let's focus on the in-ring stuff as well. That's something that I'm looking at right now and something that I'm proud to say I'm making a lot of progress with. Um, if you were there at Defiant Wrestling the other night, you will have seen the match between me and Gabriel Kidd and again I'm not going to expose the the business if you will but if you watch the first 10 minutes of that match it is world of, old world of sports style there's uh, a lot of matches nowadays it looks like there's a lot of uh, gymnastics going on if you will but I'm proud to say this 
this to me felt like the direction that I need to go into. This match I had at Defiant Wrestling um, at the weekend there, and the, the entire first 10 minutes was just working, just working on the fly. That's all I'm going to say. And it was, I think there were moments in that where, don't get me wrong, it wasn't perfect. I need to work on my condition. I get that, but I've taken positive steps towards it. How did I do that? If you want to be the WWE champion, then you need to be a fantastic in-ring competitor. And that's when I realized... Sure, I'm, I feel I'm ticking a lot of the boxes in terms of the character and stuff like that. I need to now become excellent at the in-ring stuff as well. And don't get me wrong, I, I always believe I've been really solid. And, you know, I've I've been good at, at a kind of TV-style, you know, wrestler. But we're in a new era now where you need to take things up a notch. So... I kind of need to think about those goals. So what I've been doing is I need to train with, I, you know, I did some training with BT Gun. I'm doing some training with someone else who's, a, I won't uh, give their name away, but a very well-known wrestler that I'm going to be training with recently. And I'm going to travel around the country wherever I need to to make that happen. Also, my pro wrestling in-ring stuff, I'm going to base a lot of it on amateur wrestling now because I'm going to use that. Uh, because that's something not a lot of other people have. Some people do, but it, they're few and far between. So if I base my wrestling style on freestyle amateur wrestling, it's going to be different from everyone else. So I'm going to train more again with amateur wrestling, but not with the goal to become the British champion or to go to the Commonwealth again, but to just improve my professional wrestling. You know, so I really, you really need to become a student of the game. Um, so. I've kind of, I'm trying to look at my examples, your examples, and kind of tie it all into, into this. But I guess everything that I've just talked about is a bit of a, round of a roundabout way of saying that you need to have goals. Then you need to have long-term goals. So you know the big goal right at the end, then you need to break that down into these chapters, if you will. And then within those chapters, you need to look at the individual pages of all the things. Now, it's easy. It's difficult to read a book. It's difficult to read a chapter, but it's easy to read one page, you know? And if you mess up one, you just move on to the next one. And that's, that's what I'm saying. That's how you get it. This... One thing that Rock does say is that greatness comes with consistency. Don't You don't need to chase greatness. You just need to be good and you need to be consistent. And that consistency, you know, if you make sure that you go to the gym three, four, five times a week, if you're nailing your diet, if you're getting the sleep, if you're doing the pro wrestling training, if you're doing the work on social media, if you're working on your character, if you're working on your promos, trust me, people, only good things are going to happen. And this is the difficult thing because in pro wrestling, opportunities come out of nowhere and they always come when you absolutely least expect it. And I made the mistake of worrying about the things I can't control. And this is what I want you all to think about in your own lives. Don't worry about the things you can't control. I know it's easy to say that, but the moment you stop worrying about the things you can't control and you take control, that's when things start to get better. I was worrying about, oh, what's going to happen with Impact? Am I going to get my visa? What's happening in the world of sport? Am I, are there going to be a second season? Are going to this? These things, in the politest way possible, don't matter anymore. They're great if they happen. They're phenomenal if they happen. They're great opportunities. But the goal does not change for me. The goal does not change. I will do the same thing I was going to do. I will hold myself to the same standard. Even if the phone doesn't ring for another two years, I will be there and I will be ready because I have put in the work. There's been times when I've got the call for something and I haven't been 
in in great shape. I haven't been ready to go. My ring conditioning isn't there and you don't ever want that to happen. So what you want to do is you basically want to build a habit. And that's what people need to realize like being a pro wrestler is not like a job. It is an absolute lifestyle and it will dominate every aspect of your life. Every single aspect of your life. Your life is going to change. Food will no longer be for you to enjoy. The primary focus is the fuel that you need to get the physique and the performance that you need. What you can do is you can, like, say you have your cheat days. You might not be able to just go and eat a chocolate bar if you're not on a cheat day, but have a protein bar. You know, you can meet yourself in the middle. There's things that you can do to make it more enjoyable. But again, if you don't have goals, if you just get into pro wrestling without knowing where you want to be, then the chances are you're probably not going to get there. There's there's a few exceptions to the rule, Daniel Bryan being an, an exception. He talks about having a low level of ambition. He says that, but he's so good at what he does through a desire to get better at wrestling. I feel like he almost has goal, these goals without realizing, if you know what I mean. Like, that's the only real exception that I can think of. Sorry, that's the, the chair. I do apologize. Um, but to me, goals are absolutely everything. They are the foundation of what you're going to be doing in your life. And if you don't know what your goals are, then you don't know what the hell you're doing. And it just becomes confusing and, and it's, it's overwhelming and there's so much to remember. Whereas if you can get, use that whiteboard, write down your goals, your media, your short term, your medium. I'll show you what I'm going to do. What I'm going to do, bear with me one second. Let me just uh, clear the whiteboard here. Where did I put the uh, the eraser? So one thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to have my goals for the day. I'm going to have my goals for the month. And I'm going to have my goals for the year, okay? Now, I'm probably going to sit down really carefully and plan these out. But right now, I'm going to tell you basically the basics of what they are. So for, for tomorrow, my goals, my goals are going to be this. For tomorrow, I'm going to get my five meals in of 40 grams of protein. I'm going to go to the gym. The gym. I'm going to record the podcast with the guys. I'm going to film free agent. So there you go. This is a, forgive the mess, I've had to extend that column there. But those are my goals, right? Now when you break that down, that's not too difficult. But if I do that every week, let's look at what that's going to achieve. That means by the end of the month, I'm going to have dropped some more fat and gained more muscle. For, as a result of those two, I'm going to have my podcast is going to grow, is going to grow by 5% next month. And then for free agent, I'm going to go ahead and say that free agent is going to reach by the end of the month 7,000 viewers an episode. And then by the end of the year, I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to estimate that I'm going to get 12,000 subscribers as a result. My original goal was 10. I'll be happy with 10, but I'm going to say 12 based on what I'm seeing. Now, actually, you know what? I'm going to keep that at 10 
because that was my year goal. So let's keep the goal achievable. So when I smash it and I do get 12, I'll be delighted with that. By the end of the year, that means if I continue that growth, well, my podcast will have grown by 50%. And by the end of the year, hopefully, I'll have a main event level physique. You see what I'm saying? So there you go. I've established my goals. I wanted to get 10,000 subs. My podcast grows by 50% and I get a main event level physique. And that's how you break it down. What do you want to do in your life? What are the things that are important to you? That's what I want to know. So in the comments when I post this on YouTube, let me know what your goals are and let us know how you're getting on with it. And we'll track it as we go along because that's what you need to do. You need to track your goals at all times because you need to know how you're getting on. You need to hold yourself to account. But you know what another one of my goals is? You need to be careful with this, folks, is I'm a workaholic. I work too much. So you know what? One of my goals is spend more time with friends. I have misspelt friends. Unacceptable. And family. There you go. So that's something that's important to me. And the reason I write that down is because one of the best pieces of advice that was given to me and Lewis Gervin actually by a very senior person in the in the business was in order to be successful in wrestling, you need to have something outside of wrestling that you love and that you're passionate about. If you if you have a goal to it could be to read a book every two months, you need to have personal goals as well. So that's mine to spend more time with friends and family. And another one of mine is to play video games for enjoyment, you know? And don't get me wrong, I do enjoy doing them on the stream, but you know, sometimes you need to just relax and unwind because I'm a workaholic, I work too much, I don't get perspective when I work too much, so I need to take a step back. Think about these goals and actually start to write them down. And I've got one of my whiteboards over there, which just reminds me, of my goals and what I need to be doing. That's why you had a lot of successful people would have, you know, pictures of bodybuilders on their wall and all that stuff. And I haven't quite done that yet, but I wouldn't be opposed to to having your goals. Do you have a dream house that you want to put on your wall? Have you ever heard of the law of attraction? Like something that I need to look more into, but from what I've seen, it seems like a very powerful thing. Just the idea that when you speak something into existence, it happens. And I look at someone like Conor McGregor and I see his motivation. It's just crazy. That notorious film on Netflix, you look at his life and it's like, how has this person done this? You couldn't write this. And I can give you examples from my own life of how that's happened. I walked into the training school in 2013, the first session in January. Walked in with a day's experience, had one session, and then I went up to the coach at the end and I said, I want to get a WWE tryout this year. Everyone else laughed at me, apart from one person. That person knows who they are. Believe it or not, before I even had my first singles match in front of a crowd, I had a WWE tryout. That does not make sense on any level, because there were dozens of other people who deserved tryouts that had been doing it for many, many years. But my sole goal for that year was to get a WWE tryout. So I trained every day like it was life and death to make that happen. And I look back and think I kind of 
that that took balls, you know, and I don't behave like that now. And I think that's part of the problem is I've put these boundaries in front of myself. Whereas before, I worry too much about what people think and oh, and what about this? Because you will get people who will try and detract you from from doing the great things that you want to do. But when you start behaving like there are no limits to what you can achieve, that's when you truly can achieve these things. But you must constantly have this vision. Visualize it. See it. See exactly what you want to happen. Whenever I do entrances, I can see the moments that the audience is going to laugh. I can see the the shot when the camera is going to change. They're going to get the reaction from the opponent. They're going to cut back to me. They're going to cut to the audience. I can visualize these things before they happen. A lot of successful musicians and sports people and politicians will tell you that they visualize and they visualize and they visualize. And it's a very powerful thing. Whatever your goal is, if it's your goal to be the WWE champion, close your eyes and imagine yourself lifting up that title. If it's your goal to have a professional wrestling match, Close your eyes and imagine how that's going to go. Imagine it going well. Imagine everything going right. Imagine you being on point. Is it your goal to wrestle for, is it your goal to sign with a major organization? I want you to visualize putting pen to paper and signing that contract. And then I want you to think of all the things that you're going to need to do to make that happen. And then I want you to write those things down on a board. And don't get me wrong, those things are going to change. Use your notepad as well. Your notepad is one of the most effective tools that you can have in this game or any creative industry. You're, this is a, That's what this is at the end of the day, a creative industry. You need to write everything down. Get your ideas down on paper. Write them down. Just get experience of doing it. Just write and write and write. That could be one of your goals. I'm going to write down a funny idea every day. I'm going to tweet every day. I'm going to put up a post on Instagram every day. These sound like silly goals, but in truth, if I had put up a picture on Instagram, that's one of the things I need to improve is to get more Instagram followers. You know, my Instagram is, is I started Instagram late. I've got relatively few Instagram followers compared to my Twitter. It's something I should have worked on. And the truth is, if I'd have uploaded every day, then I probably would have double the followers I do right now. So I need to think, what goals do I need to set to improve that? The thing is, the thing I've come to realize is luck does exist. There will be people who are successful and luck is a huge part, but you have to assume that there will be absolutely no luck whatsoever working in your favor. You have to assume that there's almost nothing going your way, that you're going to have to fight upstream, that you're going to have to be absolutely undeniable in every area. Do not give them a reason to say no. Could I get signed? Could I have a career if I'd never improved in the ring and just focus on the character stuff? Yes, probably, but not definitely. I'm going to need to get excellent in every single aspect of this game, and that's you need to have that hunger. You need to have that thirst to get after it. Again, it's like the Arnold Schwarzenegger principle. Find your weaknesses and target them. Which again, you also got to balance that with the Gary V principle who says double down on what is working. And I think that's a balance. So for me, one mistake I made is I went too far in the other direction. I says I'm not doing entrances anymore because I'm going to, I, I want people to see me as a wrestler. I'm going to do this. But the problem is people see me as the entrances guy. And when I don't do that, they could be buying a ticket to see me and they're not getting what they expected when they paid for that ticket. So 
what I'm doing now is I'm correcting that mistake and I'm doubling down on what I'm good at and what I know is working, which is the entrances. And I'm doubling down on it by having free agent because that's how I know that we can be creative and we can have a show at the same time. So my content's over there. The real challenge is, can I double down on what I'm good at? Can I get that main event level physique? And can I get phenomenal in the ring as well? Those are the goals. And that is the challenge. That And that's a huge challenge. And what you need to understand is that habit, doing that is more important than getting signed, is actually more important than becoming WWE champion, is more important than these individual goals because if you are constantly focused on getting better in each and every area, that's all it is, constant self-improvement, these things will become a byproduct of that. Because let's be honest, you cannot control when your first match is going to come. You can, there's things you can do. Don't get me wrong. There's business decisions that you can make that can speed that process up. But ultimately, you cannot force someone to offer you a contract. You cannot force someone to put you in the position where you're the WWE champion. These things are somewhat out of your control, somewhat in your control. But if you just be the absolute best at what you do and become undeniable in every area, these things are going to happen. So let's take this back down to a training school level to let's say your goal is you want to be a pro wrestler. Your goal is you want to earn a living from professional wrestling. I think a lot of people that are watching this, that probably is their goal. Well, if that is the goal, what we need to do is we need to take some steps back from that and we need to break it down from the big goal to the medium goal to the day-to-day things. First of all, when you need to get fundamentals. So like I say, watch the first episode. You need to find a quality training school. You need to get in the reps. You need to put in the grit and the determination and the hard work. And that is the thing. Successful people, you get a flash in the pan who's here and gone in a second. We don't want to hear from them. We're not interested. We're interested in the people who have longevity, the people who have success for a long period of time that where it can't be a fluke. It is they are successful because of the work that they put in. And they will tell you that you can have all the bells and whistles you want, but at the end of the day, there is no escaping the hard work and the grit and the determination. I'll use an example. There's so many, like if you look at even, there may be artists or people that you don't like or agree with or whatever, but when you learn the work ethic that they have, like for example, look at, if you look at uh, Conor McGregor, for example, you look at the hours in the gym that have gone into him getting to that point. He is undeniable. Even if you look at, let's look at YouTube. If you look at a Shane Dawson or a, a Logan Paul or Jake Paul or whatever, right? I know that there's all this controversy with the their videos and they're not... Uh, look, there's been issues over there, right? But what I'm saying is these people are not just sitting around and became YouTube stars. They had one or two... like So the Paul brothers had one or two things that popped on... Um, I think it was Vines at the time, and then they built on that and they got the YouTube channel, but they were still putting in 80 to 100 hours a week on becoming YouTube stars. And I'm obviously not condoning their content or their behavior. I'm using them as an example because that's one area of life where people might assume that that's a relatively easy thing to do. Oh, you just become a YouTube star and people don't realize the hours that actually goes into the filming and the editing and the promoting. 
there's so many examples like that. I probably should have chosen a better example, to be honest. But the reason I brought that one up is because I was listening to the H3H3 podcast and he had one of the brothers on. Again, I wish I could remember which one it was, but they were talking about the amount of time that they'd put into all this stuff. And that work does exist. Even, you know, like a Justin Timberlake or a Justin Bieber. Again, they're not going to be your, they might not be your favorite artist, but you got to respect the work that they put in. You know, that's all I'm saying. You look at Metallica, for example. They've been on top for a long time for a reason. It's work ethic. There's no fluke about it. Again, you get people who will come along and have a one-hit wonder and they'll be gone by tomorrow. But you look at the artists and the wrestlers and the, the business people who have been around consistently for a long time. Look at an Elon Musk who launches PayPal and then goes on to do SpaceX and Tesla and all this. Again, it is not an accident. These people... Their work revolves around their life. They've created a lifestyle of hard work and you need to do the same thing if you want to be a pro wrestler. Part of this series is dispelling the myth that, oh, pro wrestling's a big laugh and it's just all about, you know, living your dream and woo, trust me. I've said it before on this. I'll say it again. You pay a price when you get into this business. You pay a very heavy price when you get into this business. So you need to love this game. You need to absolutely love this because you're going to, you're going to need to give everything that you've got to even get on the show now. Do you realize how high the standard is even for trainees? It is ridiculously high. I'm, I'm lucky that when I got into wrestling, the talent level wasn't as high. But see, now, trying to get on shows now as a trainee, the amount of competition that you've got to sift through is ridiculous because everyone's good now. The in-ring standard is just going up and up and up and up. I'll tell you what. Characters. That's what will help you cut through. So maybe you could tie that into your goals as well. Maybe your goal is, I'm going to create a compelling character. I'm going to try this promo. I'm going to try that promo. This is how you need to relate that to your goals. Also, let's take it back and go, right, let's say you do want to be the WWE champion, like I do. Why should you be the champion? Why should you be at the top of the business? Why should you be the top talent in the professional wrestling business? What makes you so goddamn special? quite difficult to answer and if you don't have an answer then you need to go out there and put in the work to create that answer like to me I don't know why but in my heart I just know that I've got what it takes to do this I don't know why I just I've I became obsessed with pro wrestling relatively late in in my childhood kind of in my teenage years became obsessed with it and ever since then I knew it's what I wanted to do I shied away from it. I tried to do other things because I didn't have the confidence to do it. I didn't have the self-belief to think that someone like me could be a professional wrestler. But when I finally got over that at 25 years old and accepted the fact that I have this thought in my head that I know I can contribute something of value to this business. When I walk out there and I see people react to my entrances, I know that I've got something. When I speak on that mic, I know that I've got something to offer this business at the highest possible level. But I also know that I do not yet have the main event level physique. I know that I do not yet have the skills to go in there and know for a fact, guaranteed, no matter who I'm working, that I'm going to have the best match on the card. That skill is not there yet, but I'm going to do everything I can do to put that skill in my repertoire. That is where my goals are going to go. I'm going to attack that weakness. Part of goal setting is about, yes, start off small. Build it into that medium term. Build it into that long term. The long term goal, the big goal, should be the most ridiculous thing that you could ever think of. It would have seemed ridiculous for Cody Rhodes 
10 years ago to say that he's going to be the one that's going to change the business. But look where we are. Someone has to do it. And because he had the self-belief to go out there and do it and to make that happen along with the Young Bucks, then look where we are now. And look at where he was five, ten years ago. You, it, it, a lot of these things seem impossible, but someone has to do it. It's like Dorian Yates said. He had this thing in his mind. Dorian Yates is one of the greatest bodybuilders of all time, and he pushed bodybuilding to, to a new plateau. Again, it's not my. I don't enjoy that style of bodybuilding. I think the classic style of bodybuilding is the is the superior one but I respect Dorian Yates work ethic in terms of mass he raised the game and he had the attitude of well you know I just don't think I why am I the one to do this and then he realized that well why not me someone's got to do it and I don't think anyone's outworking me and that's the thing your work ethic will your work ethic will protect you from failure most people don't get into wrestling because they're afraid to fail. Most people don't pursue their goals because they are afraid to fail. Let me tell you right now, failing is okay. What is not okay is regret. You cannot, please, listen to this, please. You cannot go to the grave with, with regret. Don't do it. It's the worst thing they can do. Can you imagine sitting there in your deathbed, looking your family in the face and having to tell them that you didn't even try to do what you wanted to do? You can't do that. And if you're watching this, something's clicked in your brain that you know that as well. And you're looking for that little push to do it. So here it is. Here is the push. Get started. If you're watching this and this touched a nerve with you, go back and watch episode one about finding a training school. Find yourself a quality training school and start go and go consistently. I understand you've got responsibilities. You might have kids, you might have family, you might have X, Y, and Z. You've got a job, you've got all this. Boo-hoo, make it work. It's your dream. There's a way that you can still have all the quality family time, still have the time for your job, okay? How much time, and again, I'm going to steal from Gary V here. So many people go, well, Joe, I don't have the time to do these things. Let me explain to you what I went through to get to where I am. I... Uh, in, I think in 2015, was commuting from Edinburgh to Glasgow to do my job, and my day job. So I had to leave the house because traffic was outrageous. At the time, that was before we had the, the new kind of M8 stuff that split up between Edinburgh and Glasgow. But back then, it was that one road, and there were roadworks, and that's when the, the extra road was getting developed. So it was a nightmare. It could take as long as three hours to get there. So I had to leave for work before 6 a.m., to guarantee that I would get to work on time. I'd finish work at five, half five, go to the gym, drive back to Edinburgh, be home for about 9, 10 p.m., eat my food, get my ass to bed, rinse and repeat, shows at the weekend, every single week for over a year. And it killed me. I did not have one second of free time. Not a second. It was torture. But because I did that, I'm now in a situation where I am a full-time professional wrestler and broadcaster. That is my job. The hard work paid off. It was brutal at the time. What I was doing then was way harder than what I'm doing now. And that's why it's tough. Because right now, the situation that you might be in, 
you might be thinking, I don't have a job, I don't have money, I just, I don't have, you know, I, I don't have the resources to do this. You need to find the resources, okay? Please, if you're listening to this and you've got a goal to be in the business, this is your push to go and get it done. Go watch episode one, go find the training school that you need to go to and make it happen. Start training, start going to the gym, start eating better, start practicing your promos, start thinking about the character that you need to be. Go and watch the episode, creating a character. That's what this whole series is about. I'm trying to pass on to you the mistakes I made, but also the things I did right. And I'll tell you what, setting goals was one of the things that I did right. And that's what you need to do. Get those big goals, get those medium goals, get those short-term goals. And folks, that's what breaks down to. Once you've got those short-term goals, start thinking about what you're doing in the day and then break it down in the day. Like I said, I got my five meals. I tick off on a whiteboard when I eat chicken and rice. Well done, Joe. You need those those little victories. And when you have a short-term victory, you smile. When you have a medium victory... You reward yourself, maybe a video game, maybe you watch a movie, maybe you watch a program, whatever. When you achieve a long-term goal, you go for a meal, you go on holiday, you go out with a family, you go out with your partner, whatever. You have to celebrate. You have to get that, because at the end of the day, we need rewards as human beings for putting in the work. So whenever you achieve one of your goals, you need to reward yourself, whether it's just a smile and an acknowledgement to yourself that you got the job done, or going out for a meal or watching a movie or whatever, you need to constantly acknowledge the positive work that you're doing. And it's hard because as human beings, you know, we're we're weird creatures. We're very self-depreciating. You know, we don't like to congratulate ourselves when we do things well. Well, a lot of people don't. But you need to. You need to go, you know what? I busted my ass and I've got here and I did the I did it the right way. My ethics are intact. I worked hard and look, I've I've made it to where I wanted to get to. You need to congratulate yourself every so often and you need to enjoy the process as well. But I'm willing to bet that you're passionate ab- enough about professional wrestling that it will all be worth it. You remember when I said you pay a heavy price to be in this business? You do. You pay the heaviest price. It's the highest highs and the lowest lows. It's the most difficult thing that I've ever been involved with. But because I'm passionate about it with every fiber of my being, it is worth it. And if you have something to offer the professional wrestling business, you might not even have anything yet. All you need to have is that idea Just manifest that idea in your head right now. Just say to yourself, I'm going to be a wrestler. I'm going to be a success. If I could have looked at my 15-year-old self and told him what the things that I've done, I would have been blown away. And again, I'm not special. I'm not special. There's nothing special about me. I was never a great athlete at school. I was never particularly tough. I was very unpopular. Things were not going my way at school. I got decent grades. Then towards the end of school, my grades were kind of, they were they were okay, they were decent. My first grades at uni were horrible, and by the end, I managed to get myself a first-class honours because I surrounded myself with the right people. That's another thing. You're a product to the five people that you hang around the most. Audit that carefully. We'll come back to that on another episode. But my point is, I was never a student. I made myself a student. I never... I never had any natural ability with anything. I've had to work and scratch and claw for absolutely everything that I've had. There you go. Two tiles just fell off the wall. There you go. <laughs> Botchamania. Um, for the video, for the audio listeners, you know the drill. If you listen to the 24-hour live podcast, you know the wall sometimes falls to pieces. But I try and get the, the soundproof and looking good for you guys. And look how the wall repays me. But anyway, if you're an audio listener, <laughs> watch it on the video to see what I'm talking about. But anyway... 
we're coming to the end here. You guys get the idea. You know the drill. You know the drill. Set those goals. Those things that you're going to work towards. That's where you. It's going to become a habit. It's all about building habits. These things don't just happen overnight. You don't just become WWE champion one day. Well, unless your name is Nicholas and you get picked out of a crowd. You can become a tag team champion, but not the world champion, okay? Not the world champion. He's still to win that one. I jest. But you guys get the idea. You understand the work that you're going to have to put in to go down this road. It is a crazy journey, but it is absolutely worth it. But you can apply this to anything in your life. Here's what I advise you do when you're done watching this. Again, remember that thing I'm always recommending, that clip, Arnold Schwarzenegger training for mass? Go watch that right now. If you haven't watched that, if, you, if you're done watching that, go and watch some Gary V. Just type Gary V into YouTube and pick the video with the most hits. Just watch that. Watch a rock motivational video. Watch Conor McGregor motivational video. Because see, to get to those goals, one of the most important things is motivation. Is motivation. Again, I've got a little bit on a whiteboard just like that one where I, part of my day goes to watching motivational videos. I really enjoy watching motivational videos from The Rock and from Conor McGregor and Gary Vee and stuff like that and Arnold Schwarzenegger. I watch these videos because these are the videos that get me going when I need that energy. Like right now, I am knackered. I have had an emotionally draining day. I am absolutely knackered. But when I am done doing this podcast, this is 36 minutes past 11 p.m. at night, I am going to go and eat and then I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to destroy those weights because I have a goal to be the best in this business. There you go. I've said it. If anyone has a problem with that, too bad because that's my goal and I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to speak it into existence. If you're watching this, I want you to take note of what I'm doing right now. Go look at my YouTube. Right now, I've got like 5,300 subscribers. Last month, I had 2,900. I, right now, do not have a pro wrestling contract. I don't know what's going on with my career. I'm not wrestling as often as I want to. I it, I am at a crossroads in my career. I have no idea where things are going to go. But I am recording this right now on the 19th of March, 2019, because I'm going to prove to each and every one of my fans that this stuff works, that goal setting works. I want you to remember where I am right now. I want you to go and look at a picture of me wrestling and see that I'm not in the shape that I need to be in. And I want you to watch the transformation in my body, in my in ring work, in my promos, in everything that happens. And that is why I will be successful. And I promise you that I will be. I'm throwing that out there into the universe. And if you're watching this, do the same thing in the comments. If you're watching this in the comments below, let us know what your goals are. What are you going to do to take your career to the next level? What are you going to do to achieve your goals? And be bold, people. Throw those comments below and let me know because I want to know what your journeys are. This is my journey. I'm going to start putting stuff into practice. Again, that's a whole part of this series is I'm not just saying it to say it i'm saying it because i'm trying to put myself through this process because i know it's going to help my career as well as much as it's going to help you guys but anyway that's been an hour that's been how to become a pro wrestler with joe hendry again thank you so much to our patreon subscribers we mentioned them all at the start the tier three plus ones if you do want to get a mention on the podcast go check that out it's patreon.com forward slash joe hendry and you can support us from one dollar every little helps and 
I just, yeah, thank you very much for all your support so far. The support has been unbelievable. Um, I'm seeing in the comments, people are uh, got some positive things going on in their life as well. Um, again, that's that's really it, folks. If you do want to help us out, go support us on Patreon. Let us know in the comments what's going on with your goals and hit that subscribe button as well. Oh, I just said that. I just did the YouTube thing. Hit that subscribe button. Again, patreon.com forward slash Joe Hendry. Thank you so much, people, and I shall see you next time.